Oh yeah. Woohoo. Are you pumped, brother? Man, I'm so pumped, man. I was just so I was just back squatting. Oh. <laughs> for this, for you. <laughs> That's how we do it. We got to get pumped up, get the intro going. What is going on? We got up in here in the in the movie dojo hanging out with Fat Samurai guy, the one and only. That's right. Actor, martial artist, stuntman, fitness trainer, and part-time Sith Lord. That's right. <laughs> Bruce Willow, how are you doing, brother? Oh, I'm fine. I didn't even have a beard back then. That was like when I was 21 years old. It was like, you're going to be Lord Sith. And I was like, really? Okay. <laughs> but that was, actually, that was actually my first introduction to stunting because we, we had a, a real fight coordinator coming from France. I had no idea what that was. I just yeah. had... I just, I just love the movies like, like you do, you know, like Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, yeah, 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 NBO, whatever. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I, I have a fight coordinator coming from France to help me fight with PVC pipes, <laughs> who are going to be turned into lasers with <laughs> with uh, post production. It was great. Nice, nice. You got Jake Hall here saying hello, everyone. What's going What's on, up, Jake? Jake? Thanks for tuning in. Oh man, but it's an honor to have you here, my friend. Uh, I came across your Instagram channel. And that was it. As soon as I landed there, I was just like, follow, went to the YouTube channel, subscribe that same day. Cause I couldn't stop crying. Cause I was laughing too hard. <laughs> I was like, this guy, he, he, he's so entertaining, hilarious, insightful, and, and a badass martial artist himself. I might add, uh, oh, but it's so, just so entertaining. Your videos, man, like so entertaining. I just gotta, I keep coming back. I was like, if I'm having a bad day, I'm watching a goddamn Bruce Willow video, all right? He's going to cheer me up. I'm going to laugh because he likes what I like. He's one of my peeps. I was watch- I was looking at the Instagram videos. I'm like, oh, yes, he's one of us. That's right. That's right. So, again, uh, thanks again for hanging out with us today. Oh, shit. Man, we got a martial artist stuntman, Javon Wallace, showing up. What's going on, brother? What's up, Javon? Oh. All right. What's going on, man? Good to see him. That guy's another badass. We got some. Uh, we got a Planet Games showing up, and Marvel Kevin Lambert. Man. Everybody's saying hello to Mr. Bruce himself. So let's just jump That's right into guys. it, man. Uh, For sure. Man, let's how go. how young were you when you first started training <laughs> in martial arts? Uh, younger than that, actually, I have no idea how old I was in that picture. But if I already were if I were, uh, was already doing the splits, that means I was probably like two or three years already into the martial arts. But I was nine years old when I saw Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. You know, the okay, with the, obviously you know with Jason, Jason Scott Lee. Scott Lee. Uh huh. Yeah, fun flick. I guess I went to the movies with my grandmother, and I guess we ran out of cartoons to watch or something. So we saw like this Asian guy doing a sidekick with the sun behind him in the poster, and we we're like, maybe that one. I guess my, my, my grandmother was probably good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I actually remember that I thought nothing of it uh, uh, previously. Before watching, I was like, okay, let's go. Yeah. But then I was like, I was so hooked. I remember coming home and I, I grabbed like um, uh, sketch papers and, and I started writing the story of Bruce Lee from my recollection. So I remember I, I watched it a, a few years uh, later. And I read it and I was like, 
it's totally wrong. <laughs> I didn't even get the movie. <laughs> I just got the <laughs> the kicks and the punches. Yeah, so that yeah, yeah, that was yeah. because of that that I nagged my mother into enrolling me in uh, in martial arts classes, specifically kung fu classes. And what do you know? In my in my hometown, uh, they had kung fu classes. It was like a miracle. Wow! Check that yeah. out. That's pretty amazing. So so technically, Dragon and Bruce Lee story was your first martial arts movie. I think I might have seen, that's actually a question that sometimes kind of puzzles me because I think I might have seen tidbits of Enter the Dragon before that one. Okay, but okay. I was a kid, so I, I probably, I'm uh, since probably some of you guys might, might not know this, I'm from Portugal. We're a pretty small country where martial arts are not that, I should say developed, even though we have great martial artists, but uh, we right. don't have a lot of schools. And that's why I was saying that it was a miracle to have it back home in my hometown. And yeah. um, so I was very much invested in soccer, you know. Okay. Uh, All right. So uh, I, I probably saw tidbits of Enter the Dragon and was like, okay, cool. They're punching each other. But yeah. when I saw Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, no, no, no. That changed my life. Okay. All forever. right. All right. So now, All right. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that film in the theater with my dad and that's it's a good dad memory. You know, yeah. we enjoyed we enjoyed that film. It's a very entertaining movie, man. That's pretty cool. That's what kick started the badassity. That's right. That's without right. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. You got Ty Lord here saying, Bruce, love your videos and interviews. There you go. Thank That's you so much, Lord showing Ty. Some, <laughs> showing some love here. You got Kevin here. Bruce, you're jacked as fuck <laughs> and badass as fuck. <laughs> and respect all you do for the action genre. There you go. Thank hey. you so much, buddy. Man, these, these guys are so nice, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are too nice. Too nice. Too Even nice. with the fuck, 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 you're too nice. <laughs> Even with that half word. <laughs> well, what's going on, uh, Woo Bear? He's saying hello as well. All right. Thanks again so, for hanging out with us. Uh, I usually stream later, so it's cool to have everybody showing up now. So it's awesome. So, yeah, back to it, man. Martial arts. Uh, I love this pick right here. Oh, now, is this, now, was this in Japan? <laughs> no, no. That was Where Hong, Hong, Hong Kong. Oh, Hong Kong. okay. Because I thought Japan had a similar statue. I thought they had the statue first. Maybe it's a different statue. Oh, I have no idea. I've never been to Japan, actually. But when I went to Hong Kong, I believe now the statue is in some other place because they kept moving it because of some construction nearby. So uh, I've seen a couple of uh, pictures of that statue somewhere else near uh, the okay. river. But okay. then I took it over there. But now I think it's in some other place. So okay, they keep okay. moving it for some reason. But uh, well, yeah, yeah, Hong Kong was... Uh, that statue is great. How, was, how long were you out there for? Were you just visiting? Uh, yeah, it was like four years ago or something. Oh, and okay. uh, and that, that trip really tested me because uh, me and my girlfriend went to um, Singapore, then Indonesia, and then Hong Kong would be the highlight for me. I was like, bah, 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 I'm going to meet Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we had we were in a massage parlor. No, regular massage. Come on, fat samurai. <laughs> we were in a massage parlor uh me and my girlfriend we were you know sitting um, uh, lying down next to each other but with uh, with separation in between yeah and uh i remember the indonesian girl was like um i'm gonna give you a foot rub and stuff like that and all of a sudden everything starts shaking but shaking like bah, bah, bah. It, it, it was it was as if ak's uh somebody with ak's got into the rooms like bah, 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 bah. everything started crumbling down she took off. She said, fuck this guy, took off. 
everybody took off. And I was like in my uh, boxer shorts uh, going yeah. like, what the hell is going on? Oh, it's an earthquake. So I got to the street. It was evening already. So it was, it was one of the – even though I'm a stuntman, it was one of the scariest experiences of my life because I was in an actual 7.3 or 7.4 earthquake <laughs> that killed like 400 people. Holy and we were very – we're very near the the what do you call it, the epicenter yeah. of of the of the earthquake so we it was like a horrible horrible experience we ran on top of the mountain because people from our hotel were saying Holy tsunami shit. alert tsunami go 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 to the yeah. to the hideout for the for the yeah. tsunami so it was like one of the worst evenings ever always shaking always having like panic attacks thinking this is probably it i'm probably going to die nobody's going to care and when you see the locals, who are usually more composed because they're used to this stuff, when you see the locals crying and calling each other on the phones, oh, you see man. like, no, this is real shit. So we were very, very um, scared with that with that experience. Man. So it's like it's like Bruce Lee from above was testing me. How bad do you want to go to Hong Kong, Bruce? <laughs> hey, that's pretty good acting. Right? That's pretty good impression right there. I, do I you like really that. want to go to Hong Kong, Bruce? And I like that. <laughs> so, oh, um, because my first, my first thing was like, I'm going to go back to Portugal right fucking now. But then we talked to each other and we were like, no, 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 no. We're being too hasty. Let's, let's, let's go meet Bruce Lee. Let's go meet your God. And it was, it was an, just a, an amazing trip. An amazing well, I'm so trip. glad. Uh, I'm going to blow you up for a second here. I'm so glad, you know, everything, you know, you didn't get hurt. Uh, but I'm I'm loving the podcast background. And we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But I, I got to blow you up there because I, I see some Bruce in the back. Some pumping iron. That's right. That's right. Some Chuck Norris. That's right. I had to blow it up so everybody could see yeah, in the sure. background there. All the cool stuff, for sure, man. We got Marshmallow Man from the Ghostbusters. What else? I got a lot of stuff, man. Marshmallow. Wait, hold on. Let me blow it back up. Marshmallow. Where, where's he at? Can't see oh, right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next to actual actual Bill Murray. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's put, let me put this guy here. Yeah. Nice. Represent. Be with me. Hanging Represent. Out. Yeah. Great movie, by the way. I love these movies. It's a classic. Yeah. It's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Bruce, speaking of Bruce, uh, are these legit uh, game of death uh, nunchucks here? <laughs> no, they're <laughs> like uh, actually those I bought in Hong Kong, but I have another pair from um, AliExpress. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. They're like, like kind of like replicas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone asks. They were in the set of Game of Death, <laughs> and they're go. signed by I yes. don't know by the wardrobe lady. <laughs> there you go, chat. It's it's confirmed right here. These are the real nunchucks. <laughs> no, I wish, I wish. I don't, I don't have that kind of money, man. I, and I'm not crazy like you guys. Sometimes, what's the most you've spent on an item? Nobody's uh, listening. Oh man, probably. Well. I've never had to put anything on layaway before in my life. I've never that's how expensive this was. <laughs> you know, monthly payments okay. before I could pick up the item. Gonna, uh, but uh, the it's an actual replica of uh, Conan the Barbarian sword, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from the the first wow. movie. Like they had the weight, everything. So that is probably the most expensive thing I paid for. <laughs> okay, but it's okay. fun. Unfortunately, it's hanging it. up over here, collected dust. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, gl I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I have a studio because that way I can, you know, transport my feelings of 
doing all this ret- retro man cave thing here. Otherwise, yeah. my my girlfriend would be like, no, 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 not at home. <laughs> Whenever I buy something, she's like, that's going right to the studio. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I have a studio then. Nice, nice. Hey, as long, yeah, as long as you can uh, put put your swag somewhere, man. I I lucked out with Lady Fabblood, my 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 missus. She's she's just as she's just like me. So it's uh, collectors, you know, everywhere, like collections and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So the whole house is a museum. <laughs> the whole house is a museum. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man, let's keep it rocking and rolling. I'm having a blast that you're here hanging out. Uh, uh, let's talk about this, man. It's pretty cool. You got it on the cover of magazine here. What happened here? What's going on here? Mm. That was actually a cool photo shoot. It took a while to get that picture, though, <clears throat> because whenever you get that full split stance, yeah, which is probably not perfect, but I mean, whatever. Um, and the leg looks okay, but then it's like you have some hair on your face. It's like, oh man, it's it's actually one thing. I, I don't like taking pictures as as much as I do. Uh, doing videos. Gotcha. Videos are like, you can always save the motion with some sort of trick. But in a picture, it's like, ah, no, that frame stays forever. You can't really uh, uh, escape. Uh, but that was for a Portuguese magazine. It's like, it's a Portuguese and Spanish magazine, but it's the version, the Portuguese version called Sport Life, like you guys saw. And it's like a fitness magazine. Um, yeah, because I have. It's been 10 years. It's going to be 10 years uh, this October that I have this Portugal, the Portuguese YouTube channel, which actually kind of blew up. And I do have a lot of followers because in Portugal, we speak obviously Portuguese. And in yeah. Brazil, they also speak Portuguese. So I have a lot of, uh, I have a big fan base, not only in Portugal, but in Brazil as well. Um, so I have this Portuguese YouTube channel called Dicas do Salgueiro, which means Willow's Tips. Uh, mostly on fitness because I'm a personal trainer. I started as a stuntman, but I'm a personal trainer as well. Uh, so that's why they invited me to be on the cover of um, actually a couple magazines already. That's nice, man. Congrats for that. And congrats to your Thank you so much. over 400,000 <laughs> subscriber channel. Yeah, it's, it's actually a little less. It's like 380 something, but who's counting? <laughs> yeah. Soon to be 400. Soon yeah. to be uh, yeah. So yeah, since we're talking fitness here, uh, are you still uh, recently got anything coming up in terms of uh, teaching seminars? Well, yeah, I mean, one one of the things that actually COVID and COVID and and, and the um, the quarantine actually helped helped with in a rough way, but obviously it was good that I got to be a little bit more high techy, which means that I I was. Uh, face-to-face personal trainer and I already had my YouTube channel obviously and uh, even the English channel Bruce Willow I already had it so yeah. I kept on being creative and doing stuff but uh, it's it's funny how things happen for a reason because a lot of the times as an influencer which I kind of am here in Portugal I work with a lot of brands and but one of the things that actually marketing gurus let you know from the get-go is that you shouldn't be a slave to the brands you should always have your own products and i was like what am i gonna do i'm gonna create a a fitness band i'm not not gonna be one of those guys like creating rubber bands and stuff nobody wants to buy but they're just gonna buy because they're like me i'm gonna what create t-shirts but i never thought of online products and 
One thing that occurred to me while I was uh, in uh, the first lockdown, I started doing my uh, home workouts and I was like on Instagram, I let everybody know that I was going to work out, for example, at 6.30 p.m. And I was going to be like, this is going to be my workout. I'm going to do it live. If you guys want to do it at the same time as me, and if you have any questions, let's do it together. I don't give a damn. I'm going to do it my way. So there you go. it's my way or the highway. That's right. So I became like this sort of Gordon Ramsay of fitness where I'm actually insulting people while I'm, okay. while I'm working out. So it's like somebody says, uh, should I drink water? And I'm like, oh, genius. Of course you should drink water. Get the fuck out. I don't, want, I don't want you here. And I would cut people off if they were asking stupid questions during the workout. Like yeah. stuff like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Maybe sounds it very, sounds, it sounds entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it sounds great to be to, to be to be cursed that from by by Salgado by Willow. Um, but people were enjoying it because it was like, okay, this guy's refreshing. It's fun. It's not just one of those guys that three sets of eight. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was more like, okay, let's go. And I, I was sweating. I was cursing myself and others while I was doing it because a lot of the times you don't have. You don't feel like it, you know. You don't have the motivation. You just have the discipline to work out. Yeah. Um, so it went very well. I started doing those live um, events, those live workouts on YouTube as well, and we did like eighty, around eighty, eight oh, uh, 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 live events, live workouts. Wow! Look at that. All of a sudden, lockdown is over. I go back to the gym and I'm like, guys, I have to go back to the gym. I know you enjoy this. I had already like 5,000 people following me every day and doing the workouts. And wow. I was like, okay, if you want to keep doing this, because mm -hmm. they were like, no, please, please keep doing this. I mean, I'm in the best shape of my life because of you. Thank you so much. I was like, if you want to keep doing this, I got to create a website where you pay me a monthly fee and you work out with me like, uh, let's say, three times a week. And okay. that's what we did. We paid this uh, IT team. They created a website, so for uh, something around 30 euros a month, people can mm -hmm. train with me three times a week, usually uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So to answer your question, that's basically what I'm doing right now, and that's my main source of income because so many people enrolled that we actually got a little bit more money from that than from the brands that we uh, used to work with like supplement oh. brands and stuff like all that. right yeah uh, exercise equipment brands so it was like wow those marketing gurus were right when you create <laughs> your own products you don't have to be a slave to any uh brands and that's the best thing that i can tell anybody is that if you have a good idea if you can make ends meet I mean, invest in yourself because that's going to be, you know, even something like a quarantine, even something like COVID can actually be a, a good turnout for for people. Like yeah. Me. Well, they always say uh, it takes money to make money. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can throw that in there, too. Yeah. I'm that's glad we awesome, were man. In, in a place where we could invest a few, uh, right. a few euros in that. Yeah. There you go. Nice. But, yeah, I've come across a couple of your uh, YouTube uh, exercise videos. And they're very entertaining, especially this one right here. <laughs> very, very entertaining, man. I, I love this stuff. It, oh man, he is—he is the legend, and we'll, we're going to get to him in a, in a second here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, congrats on the your, the growth of your channel, and uh, you know it's going to get in bigger, man. It's going to get in bigger. That's right. That's right. Oh, quick question: since since we're yeah. talking about the, the the diet and the fitness stuff, yeah, as sure. You can see, I have my water. I have my water. yeah. I, I noticed that. I noticed um, that. 
So I recently have had a breakthrough. Throughout my entire hmm. life, I've always been up and down, up and down. Lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight. And I've had a breakthrough recently, and it's all mental. And the the breakthrough is that I just came up with is now everyone has their own way, and I'm sure it, it helps them, right? Hmm. But just be active. I just I just made it simple in my mind. Just every day, be active. Go for a walk, right? Lift some dumbbell curls. Go for a walk. Eat normal, right? Eat healthy. Drink water. Have fun on Saturdays. And I, and just, <laughs> the, the, the pressure of you got to do this. You got to do calorie count. You got to get rid of the carbs. You got to go. You got to do P ninety X mixed with the Bowflex, and then we've got the total gym. You know what I mean? Like that's why people freak out, and they don't they don't stick with the workout, and they just give up. Is because they don't simplify it and make it easy. You know what I mean? Is like start small, go for a walk. That's it. One hundred percent. And um, let me tell you this: I mean, most people have a, a notion that if you don't go to the gym, you're 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 not doing anything. But if you think about it, going to the gym is like 45 minutes to an hour and 15, whatever. Yeah. Let's say an hour. Um, what about the other 23? I mean, if you want to, if, if somebody wants to lose weight, for example, you should consume less calories than the ones you're uh, taking in, obviously. Uh, you should spend less ca uh, more calories than the ones you're taking in. Which means that if you don't have an active life overall, if you're not active mm -hmm. throughout your day, like yeah. taking small walks, if you're sitting at the computer the whole day and you only go to the gym for like 60 minutes, let's say you burn anywhere from 400 to 600 calories on those 60 minutes. It's not, it's probably not going to be enough if you indulge a little bit in the food. Right. So yes, be active. And a lot of people have discovered that it's actually better to keep having low uh, 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 low periods or, or um, small periods of active stuff during the day than an actual, for example, if you go to a walk, if you go for a walk instead of going for an hour and a half of a walk, yeah, yeah. Uh, divide it into pieces um, throughout your day. For example, I like that. I like that. One of the best things that you can do, and once you make, once once you account for it. It's going to be like 30 or 40 minutes cardio every day is after each meal, 10 minute walk. And you okay. might be at home doing circles or you might go outside a little bit and catch some sun or you might do be, you might even be doing a conference call or calling your girlfriend, whatever, or calling a colleague and just going about for like 10 minutes. If you do that after each meal, if you do three or four meals a day, you're going to have 40 minute cardio, extra cardio. Think about that. Instead of just going for one hour. Uh, that you have to, you know, make time for that one hour. Yeah. So it's much. Um, so it, you're exactly right. Just, uh, you know, it's simple. Yeah. It's being active. And then if you can throw in the gym and if you can throw in some real dieting. Right. With good advice, with a solid background, with a solid base, that's going to be obviously better. Nice. See, I knew you were the guy. You were the guy to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah I like that. When I like that in... throughout small little ones throughout the day as well. Yeah. Like after, like you said, after you eat, maybe eat a meal, eat dinner or whatever, you know. Yeah. Take it one you know. day at a time because people yeah. want to, you know, 
sometimes people gain weight over the course of like 10 years and they want to lose yeah. it in like one month. And it's See, like, I, it's not, I've, it's going to work that way. Yeah, I've, I've given up thinking that way. And yeah. I feel so much better mentally just go out and exercise. And I feel so much good. I feel so much better at the end of the day that and, I'm doing something and I'm and not, once you and enjoy, I'm being realistic. Cause people are like, people are like, cause you know, samurai guy, I'm, I'm five Bruce Willows put together. Okay. <laughs> Without any athletic ability. All right. So like, five, no muscle, just muscle. Five oh, Bruce Willows put together. Okay. You know that so if I lose, if, if I lose like 40 pounds, you're not going to notice it's going to be in my pinky or some shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but you know, mentally, man, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. And I, I need to watch, definitely need to watch more of your videos to get some more tips. Like I got today. That's right. All right. So let's jump in the, the film industry. Yes. So what, you know, what got you motivated? What inspired you to, to start doing stunts and getting in the industry, my friend? Well, I had the, I had the, the the lifelong dream of being like Bruce Lee or like Jackie Chan or like Chuck Norris, you know. Mm -hmm. But I kind of was a little bit disappointed with the reality of TV and the industry in Portugal. Okay. Which was kind of stupid in a way because it was like that negative or that pessimistic way of looking at things. Because I had a friend of mine which was from the martial arts as well, that went to the United States and took a, a, a filmmaker's course in, I think it was Long Beach, California. And um, uh, he was also from the martial arts. So not only did he stay there in the U.S. for eight years, he started working in movies as an assistant director. Then as a, I mean, he did a, a lot of... Um, he, w he was in a lot of departments in movies because he was trying to get in. He, he got uh, the SAG card as well, uh, doing, for example, extra work and stuff like that. But then yeah. he started doing stunts. And actually, one of the movies where he was in was, you know, that movie Blood and Bone with Michael J. White? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it, I don't know if you recall this, but that's actually a great stunt. There's actually this one sidekick that um, Michael J. White throws. The guy jumps to him and he throws this uh, sidekick to his yeah. chest. And the guy lands on his on his ass. That's my 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 friend. Oh, all right. <laughs> so he got to work with the best. Wow. And um, all of a sudden, eight years passed, and he came back with the know how, the knowledge that he gathered in working in the in the industry, in those like martial arts B type movies, let's say. Uh, and when he got to Portugal, he was like, "Oh, Bruno, you're still in shape. I mean, I want to create a stunt team here." So. If you're still in shape, I, you're one of the guys that I was looking for because I know your skills. We knew each other from from a martial arts background, and yeah. I was like, "Dude, you were in the U.S. You came back to Portugal to be a stunt coordinator. Are you kidding me? Get back, man! This is just this is like a dead end." And he was like, "Oh no, maybe it's. I know it's a niche. I know it's a niche, but maybe if people know that." There is such a thing as professional stuntmen here in Portugal. Maybe even the script writers will start writing stuff with more action. And okay. I was like, okay, whatever. Whenever you yeah. need me, I'm there. I'm not doing anything better right now. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I enrolled in three courses. I, I was in uh, three, uh, what do you call it? Uh, majors. Uh, I was in... Uh, I was in three university courses, but I didn't finish any one. Okay. Anyone, yeah. So I was in the translation. That was the first one. I stayed there for one year. So I was I was lost as fuck. 
the second one was law school. Oh, uh, I was there Yikes. for three years. Yeah. It was mostly beer parties and girls, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say maybe? Uh, and the third one was like, um, uh, was more of my speed, like uh, not only, it was uh, it was called corporate communication, where you learn how to be, uh, how to speak in public, how to uh, be in the marketing department, or maybe be a journalist. You have a lot of, um, you have a lot of ways of, of uh, going out of that course, uh, but I didn't finish anyone. So I was like, yeah, I had no money. My parents were like, fuck you. You got to work on your own. So I was doing right. telemarketing. I was being a mascot and, and games and stuff like that. So I wasn't doing anything, but I kept working out. I never stopped you, working out. There you go. So when the opportunity arose, I was ready. I was freaking ready. And when nice. I saw that this guy, this guy was for real, I was like, man, I can't believe it. So we started working, started doing like Portuguese soap operas and stuff like that. TV shows. A lot of people come to Portugal to shoot because it's a small country where we have everything at hand and it's pretty cheap compared to like England and France and other countries in the in Europe. So great weather as well. So we started working, man, and we haven't stopped nice. since. It's been 13 years. We haven't stopped since. So I was like, joke's on me. For yeah. thinking that this is a small country, nobody's ever gonna look at us. We are stunt people from the martial arts. Nobody cares. That's not true. Once nice. again, nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're still working for sure. And you know, game change. Game changers is right around the corner. You know, the industry may may improve and get better in terms of the action and, and martial arts. You know what I mean? Just give it time, my friend. You'll you be star- so? you'll be starring in yeah man you'll be starring in something soon <laughs> you'll be the lead my friend you'll be the lead I'm calling oh, it right now I'm predicting it right now <laughs> all right it's gonna happen uh, it, but it'd yeah be an experience that I, I'd be willing to try of course but uh, yeah. I don't know I don't know yeah. I, I think um, I think movies like Top Gun Maverick I think TV series like uh, Cobra Kai mm-hmm. I think even this last movie with with Adam Sandler Hustler Hustle, yeah, where they show the guy going from zero to hero with all the training sessions and stuff. I think we are starting to enjoy stuff with stories along the lines of what we used to like in the eighties and nineties. Right. I think people are probably getting fed up with with um, the new school of of of, um, of movies. So you might be right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But still, it's still cool that you're a part of the industry. You know, you're doing stunts. You're do, being a fight choreographer and all that stuff, it's cool to just be part yeah. of it, you know. But oh, I got, yeah. I got, I got some shots here. Um, all right, we got to talk about this. <laughs> 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 well, was this a commercial? Was this inspired uh, by the Van Damme commercial that came out a while back? Yeah, I actually I got viral, viral for Portuguese standards. I got viral with a video that we did uh, imitating Van Damme. Hell this, yeah, man! This wasn't the one that grew from there. But uh, we did it with shopping carts uh, uh, for my YouTube channel, yeah. and they were like uh, putting it everywhere, like on TV and stuff. I was like, it was like Christmas Eve, and we were looking at TV, and it, it the 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 video was passing, and my family was like, "Oh man, congratulations!" And I was like, "Yeah, it was like a spoof right. on Van Damme's okay. Volvo commercial." Yeah, like a yeah. low cost version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so people got a hold of that and they started knowing who I was because of those uh, of those little yeah. skits that we were doing, the sketchy type of videos. So then they asked me if I wanted to stunt double for a kid. 
who was going to do some YouTuber kids, some influencers were doing a, a TV commercial for uh, um, a cell phone network. Okay. okay. Uh, and they were like, if you want to be the stunt double, we're going to do it on those motorbikes that you just saw. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I can be the stunt double. So they, uh, they then erased my head and then they put the, the kid's head. But that was, that was so tough, man, because those are not very high, you know, those motorbikes. But yeah. when you're there with your legs spread open, it's like, oh my God, I'm going to jump out of this. I'm going to screw myself up. So it was like, I'm not going to lie to you, man. It was like 25 takes or something. I, I can't believe oh, man. I was able to be a father six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Still, phenomenal work. Phenomenal work. It was amazing. Now, this and, fall here, this fall, holy crap, man. <laughs> Everybody watching right now, that's Bruce getting thrown off the <laughs> the, the top of the cliff there. Oh, yeah. Man. So was this was this a just just do it? stunt yes just, yeah just go fuck it like slap your face twice and just go for it and what was tough about it was that the guy the actor that i was stunt doling for he was um he was with his arms tied behind his back <clears throat> because the other actor that pushes him uh kidnapped him so he was like he was like tied up uh yeah in the back of course they were not gonna tie me because if i had to use my hands when i uh I, when i reached the water i had to use my hands so they weren't gonna tie me Right. But I had to pretend that I was tied. So I had the rope in one hand and the other one hand was holding it like this. You know, wow. Like, like with a grip. Yeah. So what I could not do for any goodness sakes, I, I could not let go of the hands. Otherwise, people would say, oh, come on. He's using the hands. He's flailing. Yeah. yeah. And the guy was, was tied up. So it doesn't work. So um, I remember at lunchtime, like two hours early, I was going, you know what? I'm going to go for it. So I thought my, my initial thought was <clears throat> I'm going to go head first and then roll into my back and land on my back. You know, that was my uh, genius plan. But obviously <laughs> with all the adrenaline, like, oh, let's go. Three, two, one, go. You start going with your head. You turn and then you um, overspeed. So it's like I was going to do. I did like one and a half somersault. So I knew this during the fall, you know, I, I over-rotated. So I was like, oh shit. So what I thought was, I'm not going to open my hands. I'm just going to eat it. So I was like, right. and then I went with my, um, I think it was the right side of the face. I really splashed it through. I didn't even go under the water. I splashed it like, it was like a turtle, you know. Oh, you pancaked. I stayed afloat. Yeah, I pancaked. <laughs> So yikes! I right side of my face, it was like numb for a, a week. Yeah. Uh, Kathleen says you didn't get paid enough. <laughs> oh no, no shit, no. Oh, oh no! Man. And with all the Probably. tax here in Portugal, it was like if you get like five hundred euro for a stunt, you're gonna get something like three hundred and twenty euros for that because of all the taxes. Yeah. So you did it for the love of the art. Yeah, I, I did it. <laughs> I did it for passion. Yeah. There you go, passion. Now you're looking up straight up like a G here. You're straight up boss level uh, here. So we got some. What, what, what's this project from? That's a, a, a commercial for uh, uh, what's the name of that? DJI. DJI. Uh, the, the 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 drone uh, company. 
Okay, okay, okay. So we were shooting here in Portugal. A, a, a German team came to Portugal to shoot. Yeah. And I met some of the most awesome drone pilots. They were doing stuff like, you know, in a well. We, we shoot in a well in that in that particular uh, commercial. Yeah. And the guy could go inside the well, go up, go down, go up, and then turn. It's like, oh, man, I, I have a drone myself, so I know how much it sucks to actually drive it. The guy wow. was freaking amazing. So, yeah. We did this uh, fight choreography scene, and I was like the bad guy, looked yeah. like M Bison for yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other berets, like M Bison yep. for uh, for Street Fighter Two. I'm telling you, you got the look, my friend. You got the look. What cracked me up? What cracked me up with this clip though was you bitch slapping uh, your minion. You just <laughs> smacked him upside the head. Yeah, I that like with hilarious. my cigar, and I'm like and like don't don't shoot. He's gonna shoot, and I'm like don't shoot. You're gonna have the bag. Because the girl running away, she's got a bag with, uh, I don't know, explosives or something. <laughs> that was hilarious, man. That was hilarious. Uh, On-set movie weapons. Uh-huh. Have, you, have you dealt there's with your Conan. There's your Conan sword right there. That's right. Conan, son. There we go. See, I found Viking. it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how are the how was it working with the movie prop weapons? It was pretty, was, was it all rubber? What What is it? What is it? Or is it real metal? What? It depends. I once shot in Africa for three weeks, and they got actual, actual. Uh, oh yeah, that's the one. Yeah. How the hell did you know? Uh, psychic man. It's like you read minds. <laughs> yeah, I once. I, fuck. I I once was in Africa and Angola for three weeks shooting that movie Jenga. It, yeah. That means Queen of Angola. Reina of Angola means Queen of Angola. Okay. Um, and uh, we had a lot of extras because we yeah. couldn't bring all the stunts. So we had a lot of extras. And when I, say, when I say a lot of extras, I'm in the hundreds. It's like 300 fighters that we had to train every day. Wow. But those people are, you know, some of them were like almost like tribes people, very, very poor people who disappeared after day one. So we were training 300 people. And uh, on day two, we had other 330 people. And of those, 120 were new guys. And it was wow. like, we were like, oh, man, come on. That way we're never going to be able to teach them the proper way to do the fight scenes. And then when they, when when the prop team came with the spears, I mean, it's called a prop team for something, but they brought actual real spears. And I was like, okay, you guys are shitting me. These guys are rotating every day. Every day we get new guys and yeah. you're getting props that are actual spears. So you want to have like at least 100 guys die in this production, right? Tell me you're kidding. So we Holy had to be extra shit. careful. Wow. So it depends on where you are, basically, to answer your question. But yeah, mostly uh, a lot of the times it's rubber or, um, or uh, for example, if it's knives, sometimes it's a it's an actual knife, but they don't they don't polish the blade. Right, um, like a dull you know, blade. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a crazy story. Was, that was, was everybody? Was, really... was everyone okay on set? Yes. For us, but two people died on that set. One, one, oh. one of the people was an extra, but uh, because of uh, malaria, he got malaria. Oh, okay. And okay. the other one was the stupidest story ever. You know, the, uh, I don't know if uh, we call it a crowd, which is uh, the the coordinator for the extras. There's a okay. person who coordinates the extras. Yeah. She was trying to get a picture taken somewhere in a very beautiful rainfall. Rainfall, rainfall. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she uh, and and the guy who was one of the security guards from there, from Angola, grabbed the camera and he was going be- back, you know, to make sure that he had had a good framing to take the picture. Yeah. 
And she was like, be careful. And he was like, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. The guy uh, uh, stumbled his feet. He fell on the water. He couldn't swim, so he died. She 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 watched oh. there. She stayed there watching him die because she she wasn't gonna dive. You know, she would. It would be two yeah. dead instead of one. Oh man, it was it was oh, such a God. horrific oh. experience. Yeah, that's that's wow. That's unfortunate. That's sad. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh well, on a positive, lighter note. Oh yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> the Portuguese falcon. The Portuguese falcon. Is there wow. any way? This looks like it's right up Samurai Guy's alley. Is there any way we can watch this out here? Do you know? Is there any way we can find it online or or, or, or rent it or something like that? Because without being this... a pirate, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll we'll talk off off the air. Yeah, we'll we'll talk off the air. Maybe yeah. maybe I can send it to you. Okay. Yeah, but you okay. can see there's um there's a. Uh, it's uh, we had this uh, fascist uh, dictator here in Portugal. We had a dictatorship uh, from the 30s to the 70s. We actually had a, uh, a national revolution in 74. And bef beca uh, before that, I mean, and this movie portrays that in a uh, um, in a BD kind of way, you know, like a, a cartoon, cartoonish kind of way. Yeah. So it's like. Um, it's like um, no, what do you call the squares? It's BD, BD, right? Yeah, the, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Yeah, BD like uh, cartoons, whatever. Uh, the the yeah. the squared magazines with with cartoons like Batman, yeah. Superman. Yeah, what do you the, call com it? the comics, comics, comics. Yeah, <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> in Portugal yeah. we call it BD. So um, so it's like a comic version okay. mixed with a little bit of you might have you might have noticed a little bit of a uh, uh, Green Hornet, or yeah. Batman and Robin. Yeah. And the 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 short guy with the with the eye patch who's playing like Cato is my coordinator is David the one that I mentioned that uh, got hit by uh, Michael J White. And all nice, the nice. But yeah, this looks hilarious, man. This looks like a lot of fun and a lot of definitely vibes of uh, like you said, Batman and Robin. Yeah. A little bit of kick ass. It reminds me of like the old serials, you know, from back in the day. Uh, but yeah, I was like watching some clips of some of the fight scenes. There he is on the right. There's, yeah. the, there's the legend right there on the right. And the, the fight captain. That's right. Uh, you got the you got the 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 metal steel the steel fan there. Oh yeah. There you go. There you go. Nice. Which I had no idea how to use, even though I'm a kung fu practitioner. I had yeah. never tried. Yeah. A steel fan. You know, I'm not. I'm not Samo Hong. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Jackie Chan. So I was like, oh, let's try. I was trying out some of the things I do with the yeah. sword with the fan. I was like, okay, it worked. It's so modified. It was a really it's, good it's, experience. It's but yeah, some of the clips from the some of the fight scenes are legit, man. Like yeah. I was like, dude, I want. I actually want to watch this. So, we'll 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 talk off off the air. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Hitman Bodyguard, man, uh, was a fun action flick. Uh, mm -hmm. Did you get a chance to? Uh, talk and meet samuel jackson and uh ryan reynolds I almost said gosling because i do that <laughs> ryan reynolds. yeah yeah did exactly. you get a chance to meet them or they were too busy yeah i actually uh, while samuel jackson was like like this <laughs> i was with his with his stunt guy uh there there was this stunt guy who was uh driving the boat that i i play this guy i, I mean I, I appear for two seconds i'm like an extra with yeah. a little bit of a stunt so yeah. I, I'm, I'm the owner of the speedboat, and uh, Samuel Jackson's character jumps on top of the speedboat, 
<clears throat> and then he, he steals it from me and he drives off and I and I uh, land on the water. I did that scene like probably 30 something times. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. That's what you see on screen. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, I have no idea how I didn't get COVID before time, you know, <laughs> because everybody knows that the water, the canals in, in Amsterdam are full of everything from dead people, vomit, uh, uh, rust from the bikes, everything, you know. Vomit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, guys, I like doing how you dead people. You could have just said dead people. Well, like said, <laughs> dead people and vomit cover all, cover all the bases. Because for uh, me, vomit is the worst. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> you know, guys doing space cakes, guys yeah, doing space yeah. cakes and smoking all that marijuana, all that marijuana. They're like, oh, you know, that they always go and barf on the canal. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's oh, a public sewer for you. So uh, this jackass right here fell on it like 30 something times um it was a fun experience uh but yeah. uh yeah i mean samuel jackson i mean i mean maybe he's tired you know it's like he's up there in age. yeah i mean these guys i mean they work forever everybody knows them on the streets everybody yeah. wants to talk to them everybody wants to take a picture so his stunt guy his stunt double was like oh this is bruno this is the owner of the boat that they're gonna steal and i was like Good morning sir and it was like yeah uh okay uh uh ryan reynolds though i have a cool story with him which is okay. uh he's so great that i hate him it's, it's like he's so perfect that i hate him so there was this producer there that somebody i i don't know his name but he was like this uh very funny guy always wearing a suit and he was like feeling sorry for me he kind of took a liking to me because i felt so many times on the water yeah. The guy was like, oh, you're that poor guy that fell in the water, man. How are you feeling, man? He was always talking to me. I was like, yes, yeah. very good, sir. Very good, sir. Uh, and they told me that not only he was the, not only was he the producer of that movie, but I, I think he also was one of the, I don't know, associate producers or something for Pulp Fiction and other movies. So he was like a big shot. Yeah. And the day after we were on another set <clears throat> and he's with his daughter and his daughter is eating an ice cream. And uh, in Portugal, we when we greet people, we give two kisses. But I guess in America, you guys are like handshake, right? Or something uh -huh. like that. It's like, yeah, hi. Yeah, yeah. Nobody kisses, right? Nobody goes right there and kisses, right? It's so he was like, yeah, that's not okay. But that's normal for us. So it was like, you can you can already figure what happened. Oh, the, guy no. like, the guy was like, oh, this is the guy that fell in the water. What's your name? Sorry. And I was like, oh, Bruno. He's like, Bruno, Bruno, this is, I don't know. I don't remember his his uh, daughter's name but he was introducing me to his like 14 year old daughter uh this is kate um, oh no casey casey i don't remember her name uh, cadence whatever yeah this is cadence this is bruno and i was like oh nice to meet you and i went there to, to yeah. give two kisses. i was so nervous yeah. that i went there to give two kisses <laughs> and she was like oh and so i stumbled her she dropped her ice cream and i was like oh i looked at her he looked at me and was like all right bruno going for it huh and i was like no no i'm from portugal in portugal we give two kisses the guy turns away boom my chance for being a movie star is up is, is oh, fucked no. forever and i was like oh okay and then all of a sudden ryan reynolds comes along and he does everything perfectly so cadence this is ryan oh nice to meet you how are you cadence how's it going are you in school the guy was so perfect and i was like fuck you for being this great <laughs>
<laughs> Let me get my bags and get back to Portugal. Motherfucker. <laughs> so yeah, that's oh what you God. get, man. That's a, that's it was a... so awkward. It was so awkward. Well, that's a learning experience. Now you know wow. what not to do next time. But it's all good. You're not yeah. you're not banished from America. Stop it. Stop that talk. <laughs> yeah next time i'll be like hello cadence how are you yeah yeah there you go <laughs> my name that's is pretty, Will. <laughs> that's, a really, that's a really funny story though man oh man oh my god i hope he doesn't remember that i'll i'll remember that forever <laughs> it's the uh time to team up with hugh jackman and and take down ryan reynolds <laughs> yeah I like that. <laughs> let's do a celebrity boxing match <laughs> there you go there you go not that i'm a celebrity he's a celebrity let's Beat up a celebrity boxing match. There you go. My money, I got my money on Bruce. Uh, But now let's keep it going. He's so great. He's so perfect that maybe he could kick my ass as well. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be really embarrassing. Like the whole, the whole spectrum. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. Go on. But yeah, man. uh, So podcasting, Instagramming, YouTubing. Look at this guy flexing there. Uh, Whoops. Wrong photo. Man, what made you do the podcast route? Uh, da, 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 a lot of um, it started out the first time I actually saw a podcast. I was like, "Who wants to hear three hours of this? Three hours of a video of guys talking like everybody else, right?" <laughs> yeah. But then yeah. I was like, "Okay, I don't have to watch it. I can just put on my headphones and like wash the dishes while, while I learn some something." So the first podcast I ever I ever saw is a uh, quite a, a very uh, an excellent fitness podcast named Barbell Shrugged. They talked a lot about you know functional fitness in a, in a very relaxed manner. So I was like, this is actually quite good, huh? And then I started watching Joe Rogan. I started watching um, uh, other uh, types, mostly fitness oriented. Or mm-hmm. a lifestyle, like a, a healthy lifestyle type of, of podcasts. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. I should do one of these. So I started doing in Portugal first with Portuguese people, like uh, nutritionists or, or uh, personal trainers or strength coaches or doctors even. I actually, act, I even have done it with uh, musicians, uh, comedians, stuff like that from Portugal. And then I was like, what if we could do it uh, remotely with some of my heroes? Because some of them might be open uh, to actually, you know, some of them right now are not that well known, only for nerds like us. uh, Or uh, they're mostly into stunting, uh, so they're not really celebrities. It's not like trying to reach Leonardo DiCaprio or something. So I started doing it with uh, the first one for the Bruce Willow channel. Uh, was actually a guy from uh, the bodybuilding world, Brad Schoenfeld. But uh, the second one was, I believe, Simon Ree. Yeah. So w- when Grandmaster Simon Ree actually said yes, oh, man, you, you have everything, man. <laughs> what I'm an a, amazing I'm a, homework. I'm a professional. <laughs> yeah, you're a, man, this is, wow. So, yeah, uh, so he's like the godfather of the podcast because it was like the first guy who actually – said yes and i was like really you want to talk to me yeah yeah so yeah. i was like shaking i had no idea what i was asking but it, it that's was what i said podcast. when uh, you were you know responded to me <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah right um it was great man then keith cook Dude. uh richard norton richard i mean norton yeah i love those guys i was like really 
Eric these Lee. guys are saying yes to me, Eric Lee. Yeah, man. The guys that I grew up watching, I loved all those movies. And I, actually, Keith Cook is probably one of my. When I was when I was younger, I um, I love that guy. I mean, the guy's amazing. I, I'm I was like, I want to be like that guy. You know? Yeah. I I loved the speed of his kicks. I loved this flair in China O'Brien. I loved everything about that guy. I was like. I, I still can't believe I, I reached him, and he's such a cool guy, and he's sixty or sixty-two, and he looks like twenty-three. Man, he's, mm-hmm. wow! Yep, these are the true martial artists. Mm-hmm. You know, I ran into him at, at a convention, and I got his autograph. Very nice, wow. uh, very sweet guy. I had him sign a reptile from the first Mortal Kombat uh, movie, wow. so wow. I had him sign that one. And Simon, I got a, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> snuck a, a photo with him. He was just walking around <laughs> at Dragon Fest. Him he and Philip. Like- yeah, like him and Philip. They were both walking around. I was like, "Oh man, best of the best yeah. guys." I gotta get, I gotta get I a mean, picture I, of them. I must have seen Best of the Best like a hundred times. I know Classic. everything in that movie. I have. I. I mean, it's like, wow. And and the the great thing about these guys is that they're on their sixties, seventies. If you if you count uh, Richard Norton, they look amazing. Yeah, they're so composed. They're like, they're like. I, I, they're first, first they're martial artists and then they're movie stars. And that's why yeah. they never got, you know, lost in that realm of, I don't know, drugs being a little bit bipolar or mental health issues. I mean, yeah. they're, they like to teach their students. They love teaching. They love working out every day at 5 a.m. And then all of a sudden, every once in a while, they do a movie. And that's, mm-hmm. I believe that's the path to happiness in our industry because. Otherwise, you might end up a very bitter person if you don't get that part. If you consider yourself an artist first, I mean, bad shit can happen to you if you go that route. Yeah, no, I totally agree. A, a good example of that. I'm a big fan of this guy. Uh, Daniel Bernhardt is a good example of that. Yeah, uh, he he has so much respect now, like, or he's respected so much now. Now, as a stunt guy, fight coordinator guy, I mean, look what he did with uh, oh, what was the movie last year? God damn it, last year, Matrix. No, 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 um, the good, the good action movie <laughs> came on with um, oh my god, with the break, uh, breaking bad actor. Oh my goodness, I nobody don't remember nobody, Bloodsport 2. Nobody, mm. the movie, nobody. Uh, Have you seen that? No, actually. Oh, you got to check that out. But uh, nobody he he trained the lead actor for two years Mm. uh, to uh, be in that movie, and the fights are like really good. The action's really good. So you know, Daniel has that. People respect him now over the years as a stunt martial arts fight coordinator guy. You know what I mean? So it's 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 cool to see that for sure. I love him in Bloodsport too. I mean, people give him crap for Bloodsport too because you know he's not Van Damme, but Bloodsport too is actually a. it's a, it's an okay movie. Yeah. Come on, I mean, yeah. three and four, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, I can't stand that. But 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 uh, uh, Bloodsport Two is actually I I always dug that scene of the of the fist to try to uh, um, try to extinguish the flame. You know, with James yeah. Hong, with with mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Miyagi, with with Pat Morita. He 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 appears in the movie as well. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's cool. It's cool. Have you seen True Vengeance, Daniel Bernhardt movie called True Vengeance? Check that out. I that probably one saw never, just that one with him. Yeah, that, that one's hard to find. Uh, I think it's maybe just on VHS, unfortunately. But I was talking to David Worth, who uh, was involved with that film. I had him on the podcast, a director and stuff like that. And and um, 
uh, the guy who went off to do, to do uh, Chad, who went off to do uh, the John Wick movies, did True Vengeance. That's why the action was so good uh, with mm. Daniel Bernhardt in that film. But that's a that's like a lost classic. It's hard to find, unfortunately. But yeah, man, your podcast is legit. It's extremely entertaining. And I, I just love the set, bro. This is my home. <laughs> this is like i live like I, I live here like this is just, i love the lighting the photos from all the different movies you got stallone up there yeah blood sport that, well, that, that's I actually mean, this, my this old is, set. this is my whole life right here <laughs> i love that was it. my old set now we changed this one because now we have a big space where we have a big gym with uh, where, where i teach the online classes and uh, we have a new podcast home as well. But that was the first one. And I, I, I love decorating it. It was like, no, no, no. Decoration is on me. I don't want anybody to come here ruin this. I know exactly what to put and where to put it. Um, yeah. 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 There you go. You got uh, Kathleen. I only listen to your podcast. There you go. Oh, really, Kathleen? Yeah, oh, thank you, you so much. <laughs> thank you. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Because I, I was... Like you, I mean, this is a conversation. We're having so much fun. It's like, this is it, man. I, if I went to Richard Norton asking him only about the movies, I, I could get it in. I could get that in a Wikipedia or something. I, I want right. to know what he's for breakfast. I want to know what what was the worst in his life and how did he overcome it. I want to know, you know, actual stuff, actual people talk, you know. So. Um, I, I, that's, that's what I really want. That's what I really want to get out of the podcast. So I don't mind that it's like two or three hours long. I just want yeah. people to connect because mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. you get in such a flow after an hour or something that it's like, no, 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 I'm, gonna, I'm not going to waste this. I'm not going right. to cut it right now. I want to keep going. So it's like, yeah, I, I, I think there were a few in which I, I think that, me and the and the guests really got into a flow like we are getting right now, and I think it's uh yeah it's an amazing thing. It's like an art form, you know. It's like a, it really does feel good. Yeah, you know, and and so far, you know, uh, here on the channel, knocking on the wood, knocking my head too. Uh, all the guests I've had, they've they've had a great time, and they always want to come back. So that's a good sign that Samurai guy's doing something right. <laughs> Have you ever had uh, anyone that was like? Okay, I'll be on your podcast. I a thousand a thousand dollars. No, have you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I'm sure I'll run into that at some point. I'll run. Into I've that. had a couple. It was like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, nice talking to you. You know that <laughs> conversation right there. But I'm still a fan. I'm still a fan of your work. I understand. Um, I mean, I understand. But uh, you know, yeah, it's I like, get it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, let's keep it rocking and rolling, man. Speaking of having some fun, I got some clips, y'all. I got some clips to show all you badasses hanging out with us today. This was the video where I discovered you, my friend. This was wow. the one that I was show like, me. I gotta watch. I gotta watch all these videos now. Here we go.
I'm okay. Man. That was the one, man. I was rolling. I was rolling. I was like, okay, this guy's hilarious, and he's a legit badass martial artist, too. Uh, Subscribe, man. Instagram follow. That was it. I was hooked, man. It was Thank so you so funny. much, brother. Thank yeah, you so man. much, brother. I, I, I'm having such a blast doing this, and my team is great. I, I could never go on with this conversation without saying that the podcast, the videos that we do, I mean, I got a great team <laughs> because I – when I started my Portuguese uh, YouTube channel, I went to one of my best friends in the world. I, I, I know him actually ever since birth because our mothers are very um, uh, close friends. And um, we hadn't seen each other in years because he had gone his way and uh, he uh, has a production company and he does all sorts of production. And I was working as a stunt uh, person. So uh, whenever we ran into each other we were like oh we got to do something one day we're gonna do something you know one of those things that you say like oh we got to meet up for coffee and then you never do but yeah. then we did and it was like oh man this is great chemistry he had all the right names in the industry to help us with uh for example we have a director a great director for our podcast which uh who works in actual works here on Portuguese TV as well. So, and the, uh, the kid who does the editing for the copycats like this one that we just saw, oh, I love those. the boy is amazing. So if you can actually notice that when I'm dancing with Van Damme, yeah, obviously there was a Thai girl dancing with him, right? Yeah. 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 He managed not only to do me with a, with a, um, a blue screen, um, with a green screen, uh, right. Um, behind me yeah. so he managed to obviously crop me and put me in the movie but he managed to erase the girl why wow. because it's a, because it's a steady it's a steady yeah. shot right 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 the right. guys in the background the 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 extras the tight extras are like this they're not yeah. moving so whenever she would go to one side or the other she would unveil what's in the background so he right. managed to erase the girl because wow. I was not covering her with my dance. I was not covering her well. So he managed to erase the girl. Look at the patience. Like for three or four hours, he erased the girl. And then he put me on. It was like, wow, this kid, man, he's going places. So wow. ever since that, ever since we started doing those, and um, we, we've done like 12 or 13 of those copycats already. Yeah. We were always having a blast on, on each one of those. The last one was Dragons Forever. I mean, I'm having such a blast. Speaking of, it's one of my favorites. Love it, love it, love it. Hey, ho, 
That's what I'm talking well, about, man. I mean, Love the, that, man. what a great editing bit. But you, know, uh, you, know, you know the toughest one was? You, which, which was the toughest one? I might have it here. Which one? Guess. Guess. No. Guess the toughest one in, in Dragons Forever in the copycat. Guess which one was the toughest <clears throat> for which me one? as a performer. Doing that thing that Samo Home does. Like, oh, really? Oh, man. Oh, man. It took like it took 40 something takes. Because the wow. guy was like, pop, 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 pop. I, I was never in rhythm with him because that's one of the things that I really like is that I don't want to speed it up or slow yeah. it down. Sometimes we have to, obviously. The, the, those guys are too fucking fast. I mean, Yun Bio, come on. Um, Speaking of. But, you know, it, it was <laughs> so tough. I, I love I love your copycat videos, though, because it shows you like the, the beginning and the, the finished product. You know, it shows you kind of struggling, trying to get it. And then you finally nail it. It's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, this yeah. one, I was like, no, he's not going to do it. What? He's going to do that? That move is insane. watching twinkle twinkle lucky stars and you were like i got it i gotta try this i think every every stunt guy that has seen that movie um i mean we always wanted to do that it's like I, i'm not sure i can make it but yeah it, it took me the whole afternoon to do that freaking segment but uh you know the worst part of it is since bob is is lying there i mean i don't have another stunt performer to go back and forward to meet me at the last uh sidekick Right. So if he's standing here, I only have this amount of space and I can't go over or I can't go under. So that's why it took so many tries. It's not just the acrobatics. It's getting exactly um, the pre- the precision of kicking the b- right. bob, the, the dummy, yeah. uh, at the right spot. So it's like, oh, shit, man. It's, I can't it's believe phenomenal. I got it. Well done. Oh, well thanks, done, man. My friend. That was but yeah, I mean, Yen Bio, Yen Bio. It's Yeah. It's, in, in, inimitable, inimitable. You can't, you, you can't imitate him. That's it's what insane. I mean. He kind of yeah. stole. I mean, the, we all love the Jackie Chan versus Benny, Benny the Jet or Kitas fight number two in Dragons Forever. I mean, it's like it's a great rematch, and Samo was great. It was a great and Yuan Wa, the, the scene stealing Yuan Wa, oh, wow. but Yuan Biao was kind of like stealing scenes, man, in that movie. <laughs> like he was like it was it was like the Yuan Biao show at the end, really. Oh, wow. That guy's phenomenal. Man. Is that is that your favorite fight ever? Uh, Benny the Jet versus Jackie Chan. I mean, from the Wheels on Meals, probably. Um, yeah, I like the one in Wheels Wheels on Meals a little bit more than uh, Dragons Forever. They're both really good. They're both just top notch. But why Wheels on Meals. Why do you think 
it's better than most of the other fights, even of Jackie Chan's. Is, <sighs> is, man. It the, is it the impact factor that Betty the Jet brings to the table? Like, I think so. I yeah, think so. I think so too. And it's the little things too. It's like, you know, him punching, doing all these combinations and Jackie's blocking and moving the table behind him while he's blocking oh, yeah. it. And then oh. Benny does the roundhouse kick and then Jackie uh, Jackie moves and he, he takes out the candle lights and it was real. Yeah, Dude, yeah, it's yeah. fucking amazing, bro. Like, it's so good. I think it's Benny... So uh, creative. Think, it's it's artistic. Yeah. It's it's creative. Yeah. And and most of the Chinese fights, uh, or Hong Kong fights, uh, Chinese fights, obviously, um, were so agile and mm -hmm. so quick that yeah. uh, uh, all of a sudden, uh, a bigger guy with a little bit more impact to each blow I mean, it, it brought so much to the table in terms of, you know you feel each blow in a way that you didn't feel exactly like that when whenever you saw the other movies because the yeah. other movies had like it's like it's it's too big of a blow it's not it's not yeah. one that you're like oh my god he broke his nose it was so yeah you feel the impact it's the impact yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that's just, just a classic it's like i'm not going to argue against anyone that chooses that to be their favorite jackie chan fight yeah, like, I'm not going to argue against that because it's so good. So since we're talking movies, I got some questions for you, my friend. Just some fun sure, ones. Go. Just some fun ones. All right. Yeah. Putting you on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. Favorite Samuel Hung movie? I would have to say, okay, okay, okay. Since we're saying Samuel Hung, I'm probably not going to put the Three Musketeers movies in. In, right. in that like I'm not gonna go I'm probably not gonna go uh Dragons Forever or Wheels on Meals, right? Is that what you mean? Is that mm -hmm. you, you mean Samo Hong, Samo Hong? Yes, Samo Hong. Okay, like for example, Pedicab Driver, Easter mm -hmm. Condors, Easter Condors all the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I freaking love that movie. So good. I mean the it's mask. like it's Rambo, it's yeah. like Hong Kong Rambo. Yeah. Sambo. I call him Sam. <laughs> man, so yeah. since we got a segue, we got a segue to it now, man. I got to show the clip. Now that one how... part, that one part of the of the clip where you just kind of just hopped and didn't really do anything, you just hopped down. Yeah. That would have been me trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's as far as I was going to go. You know the fun the fun thing about it, even with the copycats, it happens quite a lot. Which is, my first takes are so horrible that my crew is like looking at me like, uh, they look with this face like, 
he's never gonna get it. Okay, <laughs> okay you want to do more? Are, are you sure? Okay. And I'm like, I know my body. I know this. Uh, yeah. Okay. Keep filming, yeah. please. And yeah, sometimes yeah, I yeah. even get like, because inside I'm like frustrated, and I'm, and I'm going like, I'm not sure I can make this, so I can't have your negativity instilled in me right now. So don't look at me like that because I know what you're thinking. I know you're thinking that I'm never going to get it, but I know in my heart that I can do it. And it usually turns out fine. It's like, wow, I can't believe it. Oh, the Scott Atkins diver kick one. Woof. That was tough. But you nailed it. It took so long. It took so long as well. The guy's guy's such an athletic yeah. Amazing guy. Speaking of Scott Atkins, do you have a favorite Scott Atkins movie? <clears throat> I'm gonna say something terrible. I don't love his movies. Okay. I, there is That's not fine. one of there is not one of his movies that I'm gonna say I love it. Okay. Maybe I don't think he's got he's gotten the chance to do really movies that I as a spectator love. Yeah. But I would have to say maybe Undisputed Three because of the incredible fight scenes. Yeah, that's a good pick. If, if we separate and say fight scenes, okay, Undisputed yeah. 3. Have you seen or, uh, Ninja 2, Shadow Ninja of the Ninja 2. Ninja that's 2, some yeah. Good stuff too. That's Have you seen Avengement? No. I highly recommend that one. Check that out. That because might, I haven't that might seen be the those one. many. Yeah. I haven't seen that many movies of his probably that, because of that. that might, no, I, I got you. It's fine. That might, Avengement might be the one where you look at him a little differently. Okay, eventually. It's really, okay. it's really good, man. Like okay. overall acting, story, everything. Mm. Like it's really good. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, let's keep it going, man. Favorite Jackie Chan movie? Oh man, you're killing me. It's so <laughs> difficult. Okay, 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 okay. I would rush I, hour three. Rush hour three. <laughs> no freaking way. Um, I would have to say Drunken Master, the first one. The Classic. first one. I actually don't like Drunken Master 2. Okay, so oh, you guys can kill you guys, you guys oh. can kill me. Oh. You guys can kill me. I don't oh. like that movie. I'm having a heart I, attack. I, I mean, <laughs> the fight is great. Okay. Too many wires. Too many wires. Too many wires. I mean, okay. in terms of in terms of fight styling, it's uh-huh. not my thing because I don't appreciate wires as much. Okay. Uh, the fight with um, Lau Carl Young in uh the train is amazing okay okay but i don't love the movie okay drunken master one is one of my Ar- favorite it's hard films of all time it's, it's hard to argue against that because huang jang lee man but yeah but um that's probably closest to my heart because one of the first ones that i saw with him uh nice. so if i had to choose like a little bit more 80-esque I would go either Dragons Forever or Wheels on Meals. Probably Dragons Forever. That's I'm gonna say one. Dragons Forever. Yeah, it's so good. That just got released on 4K. It's crazy really? now. A lot of these old classics are finally getting, you know, Blu-ray and 4K releases, which is great. You know, because the younglings of today they need to know. <laughs> they need to know. <laughs> they need Damn to it. know. That's right. Yeah. yeah the badassity sure, of the 80s and the 90s. I mean, nobody knows anymore. I mean, how am I going to show Dragons Forever to a young kid who's uh, completely uh, uh, in love with other stuff? I mean, he's not going to – I don't think he's going to appreciate. He or her are going to appreciate, you know. Yeah. But some you get you get those few. You get those yeah, few Yeah, you get those there. few. You get those that, few. That they're like, wow, and then they're hooked. So – but you sometimes know. I think we're like dinosaurs, always always <laughs> preaching to the choir about the 
right? Always preaching to the choir about the old school stuff. That's why I don't watch a lot of action movies of nowadays. I'm, but yeah. I'm a huge nerd of the. Yeah. I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I've actually, because you, that's a cliche. When you get older, you always go, you know, my stuff was better and, uh, you know, get off my my lawn. Right. But, but it's weird is the older I've gotten, I've actually started to appreciate movies from before my time, movies from the seventies, movies from the sixties, fifties. I even have some silent films on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's crazy because I, you know, there's there's a there was a time where Little Samurai was stupid. <laughs> Some might argue that that did not change yet, but you know, Samurai was young and dumb, right? Yeah, my dad would always try to me show too. me older movies, right? So here's a good example right here, and I was just kind of like, oh great, my dad showed me one of these older movies. Oh god, right? And now I'm watching those same movies today, and I'm like, wow. This you mean is, like classic? You mean like classic movies like Black and White, like I don't know, Twelve Angry Men, stuff like that. Twelve Angry Men, I love that movie now. Oh man, it's one of my but favorites. But like, I, like Charles huge... Bronson, Charles Bronson. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Mostly action type mm-hmm. movies. Okay. Yeah, but I like, I like, a, I like a little bit of everything though. But Twelve Angry I, Men. I, I Twelve Angry dramas. Men would not work today. If you went to what I mean, what I mean is. If you went to the studio, you went to Universal Studios and pitched mm-hmm. it to the board meeting. Hey, we're going to make a movie with 12 dudes in one room and they just talk. Go. The studio's going to be like, no. <laughs> the be like, Are there any superheroes? Uh, one of the 12 angry men. As, you know, that's, that's, how, that's how it is now. Or, or they would sprinkle a lot of politically correctness. Mm-hmm. Onto yeah. it and be like, oh no, 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 guys, you're you're ruining the whole story. Come on, you're let's keep it, it simple. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the yeah. last movie that I actually enjoyed quite a lot, which is all all spent in the same area, uh, is is um I, I really like that movie 127 hours with, with James Franco. I have not seen that. How was that? I dug that movie. That was I I think that's a I think that's that's um underrated movie. Okay, I'm gonna check it people out. People don't love. I mean, ever since he hosted the Oscars, people are like, "Oh man, he's always like smoking weed, always, always like harassing people or whatever." Yeah, uh, but he did an excellent job in that movie, and I think uh, I think it was Danny Boyle who uh, directed it. Um, and the editing is amazing, and I really like that. So I, I I usually, if they're good, I love movies that are all uh, uh, taking place in the same um, space. One other like movie the, that I love when I like was, one location movie. Yeah, like one location. One I like those movie too. That, yeah. One other movie that I really loved when I was growing up, and it's not an action movie, is mm-hmm. Talk Radio uh, from Oliver Stone. Talk Radio. Oh, I've not seen that one. Oh man, it's like wow. It's like a a thriller of a. It's like a radio uh, a radio host, a radio show host that uh, starts to fall in love with his own voice, starts to really like. Mm. Um, giving it to people, like, like hanging up on people and stuff like that. Yeah, it's this guy Eric Bogosian. I'm not sure if uh, you know of. Uh, he was I think on. I know uh, the actor. Was he in Under Siege too? Exactly that one. Yeah. Oh, the guy I'm with the good. curly hair. I'm good. Man, that guy, <laughs> that guy is such a brilliant actor, and I'm, 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 I'm. It's a pity that he hasn't done a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, in the movies, but that movie, talk radio, it's like such an intense um, thriller, nice. and uh, I really love it. Yeah. 
Nice. The most recent thriller I watched. It's a. It's 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 not uh, that old, but it's called Nocturnal Animals. Oh yeah, yeah. With um, like, Jake dude, that that was great, man. And uh, Collateral too with Tom Cruise and Jamie Fox. I just recently watched that. I was late to the game on that one. That was a pretty good suspense movie. But uh, back to action. Favorite Van Damme movie. I am a little bit derailed. I'm a little bit divided between Kickboxer and Bloodsport, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bloodsport. Yeah, it's 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 stiff. It's I can't you can't argue because when you think when you think of Van Damme, that's the first movie you think of is Bloodsport. (laughs) Yes, I'd say nowadays. I'd say nowadays I, I get a little bit more of a kick out of watching Kickboxer. I don't know why. It's probably because of the. the training sequences of the scenery of the training sequences and yeah, um, yeah. and the the whole tile tie set uh, uh, you know some, somehow I, I I'm, yeah I, I like wa- watching him in the jungle <laughs> for yeah, some yeah, reason yeah, yeah. but you know it, I think Bloodsport overall is a is a, is a is a more symbolic movie you know it's got that flavor it's got that intensity that Soundtrack. kickboxer is a little yeah. bit lacking. Um, but you know what? When I was growing up, I uh, I was not a huge fan. Of, when I was like fifteen or sixteen, right mm-hmm. now I am. I, I can I can give it a lot more merit nowadays. But back then, since I had seen a lot of Jackie Chan first, and only then I started watching Van Damme, I was like, this guy's not that hot, you know? Right? Yeah. I mean, he is obviously, and he's yeah. got an amazing yeah. physique, and he's great. He's amazing. I love Van Damme. Don't get me wrong, but. I had seen Wheels on Meals already. Yeah. I had seen Eastern Condors. I had seen, so I was like, okay, this guy does the split like 20 times in a fight. <laughs> this guy does the helicopter kick like 30 times in a fight. It's yeah. like he, all his fights are like an action reel. Yeah. So putting all of his, you know, meat on the barbecue, you know, meat on the grill. And right, um, right. what I like about Jackie Chan is that he's, he's, he doesn't put everything in, in, in a single fight. He's like, he's got too much of a great taste in choreographing. That's why each fight you see something different out of him, even acrobatics. Like, Oh, he does a backflip. Oh, he does a backflip with half a turn. Oh, he does this great kick. I mean, he's, he doesn't put everything into a single fight. That's what I like about his, uh, uh, um, it's, it's like a a decoration genius. You know, it's like a design genius. You don't give everything you got. If some people choose him as the goat, I'm not going to argue against that. Yeah, no, he is. I'm, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> some people say Samo Hong is the better director, or had a better stunt team. That's possible. Or yeah, maybe yeah. Samo Hong is a little bit better in one or two areas. But yeah, Jackie Chan is Jackie Chan. I mean, you can't yeah. argue with that. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on this guy? <laughs> It never gets old, man. I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Thoughts on at least his early work, first five movies. Were you you, you, you the same with uh, how you were with Van Damme? Were you the same with Seagal? Yeah, a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen, I mean, most of Seagal's movies, I haven't rewatched them. I like a couple of those, you know, but um, I'd say... I say he's a good martial artist. He's a great Aikido guy, but I'm not, you know, I never felt his charisma. Okay. In terms of comparing with the others, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I do like the mood of some of his movies. I like those early nineties police, uh, uh, police type movies. Yeah. Um, like you get a little bit of that flavor with showdown in little Tokyo with Brandon Lee and, and right, Dolph Lundgren right. as well. You know, there's yeah. a little Justice. bit of that. Yeah, exactly. There's a, a little stuff. bit of that. Right. Skyscrapers with a little bit of jazz music, saxophone, and then they're looking for the bad guy. And then, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and uh, powerful, powerful fights. I, I like the, he was a pioneer in terms of the, of the whole breaking arms and breaking necks uh, mm -hmm. thing in the movie. So we, we got to give him kudos to that, but I never really understood the charisma aspect of it. I, 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 I was never a huge fan. I got it. Right, right. No, I got you. I got you. Um, thoughts on Tony Ja and Iko Uwais? I mean, they're great. I mean, Tony Ja is like a blueprint of what an of what an action star should be uh, in terms of athletic skills. I mean, whenever you I look at those demonstrations that he did like, like in the late night late eighties or early nineties, I mean, the guy is amazing. Um, Ong Bak is just a, such a masterpiece. It was like Hong Kong now in Thailand, right? Mm -hmm. Hong Kong movies, like it's like the flame is alive, you know. Mm -hmm. Now they're beating they're beating up guys um, in this in this uh, part of the world, um, and the raid is just a masterpiece as well in terms of uh, impacts. Yeah. So I believe both of them. Uh, gave a new nuance to what impact is in fights. So right. it's like it's like you upgrading a little bit of the impact from the Hong Kong style movies, and they have their own flavor as well. So I, I do love those guys. I love yeah. those movies. Fantastic, fantastic. Let's flip the script a little bit. Different genres just for fun. Why I got you here? You got a favorite horror movie? Yay or nay? It's gonna sound yay. This is gonna sound corny. Uh, I love Candyman, the first one with oh. uh, um, Virginia Madsen. It's legit. There's nothing corny about that. Because it's classic, isn't it? Oh yeah. Okay. I, I'm not sure if people think it's corny or if think it's a cult classic, but uh, that ending scene is like wow. It really, it really stung me when I when I saw it when I was a, a little kid. I was like, wow, this is so. This is hellish. I mean, this is this is monstrous. I mean, this yeah. It, it really got me not sleeping for like two or three nights in a row or something. And one <laughs> other movie that always scared the shit out of me, and it's not a horror movie at all, okay. but I was a young kid when I saw it, was Edward Scissorhands. Oh, I get I have that. no idea why, because the guy walking with, oh, and, and Vincent Price, you know, the horror actor, yeah, Vincent yeah, Price, yeah. the guy from Thriller, like, ha, ha, oh, ha, yeah. ha, ha. Yeah, when Price, he dies, yeah. I mean, he gives the hands to Johnny Depp, to, to Edward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Edward all of a sudden like puts his his, his sister hands on, on the on the hands. Yeah. And the guy Vincent Price goes from like this to this. Yeah. <laughs> he does this. I, I remember watching it as a kid, as a kid, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, what's what's happening to him?" And then he dies, and it's like, "Wow!" I mean, I was so scared. I was always. Turning all the lights at home to make sure that Vincent Price and and Edward Scissorhands was not were not in each of the corners of my house. My goodness, yeah. it was oh. Vincent Price is that he's he's a master. He's a master of that genre. You know, I got a wow. funny Candyman story for you. Um, really? Yeah, you're not the you're not the only one that's scared of that movie. Um, 
a, a, a barber of mine. I used to go to his barber shop, but he moved. Uh, we were just talking about movies and stuff. And then the remake, the reboot that just came out recently, uh, we were talking about, I mentioned it. I was like, yeah, did you see the trailer for the new Candyman reboot that's coming out? And he was like, no, nah. he's like, no, nah, I didn't see it. And I'm like, I'm like, well, uh, what we gonna check it out later or, or what? He was like, nah, man. He, he got serious on me, and I was just like, what's going on? He's like, nah, man. I saw the original movie that scarred me for life. I don't want to see it. And I was like, well, what? I was like, well, what happened? I'm laughing at him, right? I'm like, what happened? He said when he was when he was young, right. His parents went out to dinner or something like that. So he was home alone. Oh. He turned on, they had cable. He turned on cable, watched, Candyman came on. He watched it from beginning to end. And then afterwards, he decided to test himself. So he went to the mirror and said, Candyman, you know, three times. When he did that, everything was fine. And then all of a sudden, a glass shattered in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, man, you're shitting a gla- me. A glass shattered in the kitchen, and somebody banged on the door, the front door from the outside. What? Oh, yeah. my goodness. I would kill myself. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And he ran to the door. First, he went to the gla- you know, kitchen first, and then he ran to the door and looked, and there was nobody there. And he said, ever since then... He will never watch that movie again. He doesn't want to even talk about anything Candyman related. So as a good friend, you know, I would, you know, you torture the ones you love, right? So I went, <laughs> so in the, in the mall that we were at, in the mall that we were at, I went to this FYE the toy store and stuff, and they had a Candyman doll there. And so I took a picture of it, and I texted it to him. He was like, you fuck. <laughs> I, I'm an well, Oh, man. What are the odds of that happening? Come right? On. Oh, man. Right? It's like you're gonna be scarred for life. Yeah, you're gonna believe that that's that's actually happening. Do, do, do I have a little bit? I'm listening to some sort of feedback here. I'm it's coming to... in. I don't know where. Oh, you, you're not... you're getting it too. Just the, it's, it's, it's... just give me twenty seconds. Sure. I, let, let me see if I sure, can. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. What's go this? Ahead. Where's this from? I'll play. Uh, I'll play another video for everybody watching. Why you doing? Did that? I turn anything on? Let me let me check it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll play the video. Here you go, guys. One more awesome clip from. The legend. Ice screaming, man. That was great. Sorry, uh, buddy. I know what it was. You know, re- remember when I said that my director uh, for the podcast yeah. is like MacGyver? Yeah. Sometimes in the middle of the night, he runs tests in my computer remotely uh-huh. from home. So he was like turning stuff on in the, in the next room. And yeah. I'm alone in the studio. And we're talking about Candyman. So it's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like Candyman, and there's the guy. Bah, 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 bah. So I was listening to myself on the other, on the other room. So... Yeah. It was uh, 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 playing a video of mine to see something. I don't know the network, oh, okay. the whatever. Okay. That's all good. You sound good, man. That's good. Yeah, cool. Are you? Uh, do you have a favorite fantasy movie of the fantasy genre? 
Fantasy, 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 fantasy. Never ending story. Oh, that works. <laughs> Which I re-saw recently and I was like, eh. <laughs> no. Right? No? Uh, you know, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I'm yeah, totally don't don't rewatch it. It's one of those that's just like, eh, eh, eh. it's good. I mean, some movies you, you can watch forever. You watch Big with Tom Hanks, and it's like yeah. it's fucking amazing every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Never Ending Story is like, ah, yeah, nice. Okay. Return to Oz. Return to Oz. You you mean the the you mean the 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 the, the, the Judy Gar Judy Garland? No, uh, no. This was uh, starring a little. Um, what's her name? She was Elizabeth Perkins. Elizabeth Perkins. No, she was the actress. She was the lead actress of uh, The Craft, but she was really young. The Craft. Yeah. Is it uh, um? Neff Kemple. Neff Kemple. No. Neff Kemple. No, she was like the evil. She was like the bad one. Oh, I don't know her name. Yeah, yeah I, I remember she was, the girl. I she was young Dorothy. That movie is dark, bro. Okay, I never saw that one. That, that movie's so. dark. If you saw that as a kid, that'd probably mess you up. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's like a dark, serious take. Wow. On wow. Wizard of Oz. All right. Yeah. The, the, the last question. This is the hardest one of all, and it's almost, mm. imp it's pretty much always impossible to answer. But I think I know. I know. I think I know where your answer is going to be. I think I know where you're going. Let, oh, okay. Let me, let me see if I guess. No, let me let me see if I. If you were on a desert island. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> I thought it was something else. I thought it was something else. Okay, keep going. Keep going. And you only could watch Candyman. No, I'm just kidding. You're on a <laughs> desert island, okay? And you only could choose the library from two studios. You can only choose one of the two. Shaw Brothers or Golden Harvest? Which Golden Harvest all the way. Yep, I knew it. <laughs> I knew immediately it was going to be Golden Harvest. Golden Harvest all the way. And uh, we do know that Shaw Brothers had, uh, in a sense, in a fashion sense, better quality. Right. right. But, I mean, I think the talent in Golden Harvest was... Sorry. Whoops. Sorry, man. <laughs> I think yeah, the talent ahead. in Golden Harvest was unbeatable. And through the 80s, and I'm not even mentioning uh, Bruce Lee's movies, but through the 80s, mm -hmm. it was like they couldn't lose. I mean, everything was like first mission was like Rain Man uh, for Hong Kong. Uh, Rambo, uh, Eastern Condors was like the mm -hmm. Hong Kong Rambo. Uh, yeah. Shanghai Express was like um i don't know dances with wolves or something yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. it was like man it's like the variety in that is much greater and i think the talent i mean i do love chen kwan thai uh, alexander fushang uh, i do i do love log or young i mean gordon wow, lu I mean, gordon lu i mean that the venom that movie, yeah heroes of the yeah. east to me is one of the best movies Dude. ever uh, but still, still, I mean, Golden Harvest to me wins the prize. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, I, I'm not going to argue against that. You know, it's, 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 it's funny because like when I think, I kind of break it down like this. When I think traditional Kung Fu period piece movie, I think of Shaw Brothers. And then when I think yeah. of like modern day 
martial mm-hmm. arts and action, I think of Golden Harvest. That's how I kind of both great yeah. at what they do. You know, uh, just, the, just yeah, too, the, the, too many classics. More, yeah, they're more dated in a sense. A little bit. Well, they were out but, first. But if you go, <laughs> yeah, but if you go kung fu traditional kung fu to actually see more weapons, more forms, more uh, kung fu styles. I mean, if you go for martial arts specifically. Yeah. Not just you know acrobatics and then the right. flair. If you go for martial arts, I mean, there's no beating Lao Garleon. There's no beating him. Like Rick Myers always says, he's the greatest kung fu movie maker. Yeah, uh, can't, can't argue. Can't, it's hard to argue against that. I mean, he could know? do anything. He could do. Yeah. I mean, from a crippled, drunken monkey to a, <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> and uh, my favorite, by default, by default, it's a, it's an impossible question, but by default. If you ask me right now, go. What's your favorite uh, martial arts movie? It's Eight Diagram Pole Fighter Man. Oh, really? Okay, dude. Yeah. That is that is that in finale fight, that in finale climax. Mm-hmm. You will never see anything like that ever again. It's just, it's I can't even I can't even break it down because <laughs> so much shit's happening in that yeah. in finale fight. It's phenomenal man you got to take a breath after that yeah yeah. but like i said that's by default that could change my pick could change when i get some time to go through my list no it's it's an amazing uh, movie um i also like there's also a couple of movies that people i mean there's like us do mention but uh for example there's one movie and i would love i would love to have some sort of database to see where these guys are now there was this one guy who was from uh, the Beijing Opera School as well, called Meng... I'm butchering his name. My Cantonese sucks. Meng Yuan Men. Uh, okay. he's, he did this movie called Daggers 8 and Hell's Wind Staff. Oh, the guy Hell's was an amazing... Yeah, yeah. The guy was an amazing acrobat. Um, I have no idea where he is right now. I have no idea if he's still alive or something. But Daggers 8, to me, is one of the best movies ever. I don't know if... I don't know if it's just because I was in a right place at the right time to watch that. And it got close to my heart or something, you know, like if I have a tendency to like that sort of movie, but it's, it's a movie where, uh, where the guy goes and learns three different styles with three masters. Um, it's, it's such a great movie. It's such a great daggers movie. eight. Daggers is it Shaw eight. brothers or is it just, no, no, it's actually okay, okay. probably seasonal film corporation. No, 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 not, not, I'm not, I'm not even sure if it's one of them. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm I'm watch it now. If you recommend it, I'm gonna definitely. Daggers, watch it. you gotta watch Daggers that movie. I, I think you're really gonna like this character. The guy's got charisma. He's like funny. Yeah. He's like a little bit like Jackie Chan, yeah. but uh, better acrobat, more like a young Vio in terms of acrobat. He's yeah. He's, it's really cool. I really love that movie. All right, Daggers Eight. I'm gonna Samurai guy gonna look it up. I'm gonna do a review. <laughs> Yeah, please do. Please do. Yeah. Or I'll invite you back on the show. We'll review it together, man. We'll talk about <laughs> Let's it. Let's go. Yeah, Let's go, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, man, I could talk to you about martial arts movies all day. That's right. One of us. You're one of us, my friend. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't want to keep you too much because I know you're extremely busy and it's, no, it's, okay, it's really late where you're at. Uh, I, I was wondering one thing. It's like, um, is there any action star that you have no clue where he is, or he or she, and does it drive you crazy? Like, for example, that Mangyan Men guy yeah. is, is a guy that really drives me crazy that I don't know where he is and I don't know 
who to ask or where to find. Does it happen to you as well or uh, not so much? Well, I was actually trying to get a hold of uh, David Bradley. And that guy's like off the grid, dude. Like that guy doesn't exist. You want to know people, the I think people story? People thought he was dead, but he's not. He's, he's no, just, no, no, he's not. Yeah, because I did a copycat for uh, American Ninja Five, yeah, and uh, I I put it on Facebook, and the guy actually uh, uh, responded and said uh, something funny about the the copycat. Thank you. Now I know where the keys are, or something like that, because I okay. steal his keys and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but then I started trying to chat with him and try to get him in the podcast and he didn't answer at all. So he just did that one comment because he found the video amusing, but then he didn't say anything at all. Right. I actually saw him on Facebook uh, talking to, uh, or, or commenting to a cousin of his or something, yeah. giving his email. And I was like, I got his email. And I sent his e I sent him an email and nothing came back. Yeah. But you know, you want to know a, a really sad story that actually kept me up all night to, tonight you know there's this one kid that i used to love when i was younger called ted jen roberts you know who he is uh, who's magic that? kid you remember the magic kid oh donna dragon wilson yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. you remember the kid yeah. yeah well it's been it's been a struggle but i really would love to have that guy on because nobody knows where he is and what i mean nobody even directors from his movies because he went on to do the power within tiger heart he was the masked writer on a TV show and he did the magic kids and yeah. he's close to my age. He's like four or five years uh, older than me. But when I was growing up, I was like, Oh, I want to be like that guy because he's, he was about my age. So I yeah. really had it. His movies like close to my heart or something. So he was one of those guys that I really, really, really wanted to, to go after. Right. And I can't find them, huh? I can't find it. And in my podcast with Art Camacho, who was the fight yeah. co coordinator and he was the director for the Power. Within, oh yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna reach out to him at some point in the future. I yeah. love the guy. I love the guy. He's a great guest. And I asked him, you know where Ted is? And he was like, fell off the face of the earth. I have no idea where he went. Wow. And then I put that little shot, little clip in my YouTube, and I put it on my Facebook. Yeah. <clears throat> and and it stayed there for. As long as possible. Yeah. There was this one kid a while ago who talked to me and he was like, oh, no, I'm his friend. I, I If you want, I can try to get him. And I was like, oh, please, please send him a message. I would love to see how he is now. Yeah. And he sent him a message. And the and the guy, the Ted Jen Roberts, uh, replied back and said, oh, I'm not in the right mood right now. Sorry, but tell him no. And I was like, is he depressed or something? Whatever. Months go along. And yeah. yesterday, yesterday, a 60-ish year old lady goes on Facebook and comments on my video with Art Camacho asking, where is the ninja boy? Where is yeah. uh, the magic kid? Where's TJ yeah, yeah. Roberts? She goes and she says like, TJ died uh, on the 6th of June of, of this month, uh, on the 6th of June uh, of 2022. And then she put like a, an emoji. And I was like, oh man, it, it stung me so hard. I was oh, like, man. I never even met the guy. Why am I feeling this? So yeah. I went to his buddy. I went to his buddy, and I was like, the the, the kid that said he was he was his buddy. I was like, uh, have you have you been talking with T.J. Roberts? Is it true that he died? And it was like, what? I, I, I no, I, I don't think so. And it was like, no, this 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 woman came on my Facebook and told me that he died. And it was like, whoa, really? Let me text him. He texted him, nothing. He tried calling him, nothing. It was like, wow, that that explains it because I. 
I had been messaging him, and the last times we spoke, like one month ago, he's really, really depressed, like having serious depression issues. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. So this comes to show that, and then he started saying that he had a lot of run-ins, like when he was younger, because they were grooming him to be the actual best, you know, actor ever for martial arts. Yeah. He was having... He was having karate practice, gymnastics practice. He was having acting classes every day. So they were trying to groom him. But then yeah. along the way, you know, the kid lost his childhood. The kid lost his teenage years. So he probably did not go as far as people thought he would go. The guy, yeah. the producer from Mass Rider, I guess, screwed him up on money issues and stuff. Wow. He had a bad relationship with his parents. That's what the kid told me. And I was like, oh, man, you know what? This is not cool. I mean, first of all, there's not even a news saying that this guy might have killed himself on the sixth right. on the sixth of this month. Yeah, there's only this there's only this lady coming on my Facebook. Nobody ever talks about it. Nobody ever does anything. I mean, why screw these kids like this? I mean, if 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 anything, we have to look after each other in, on this industry to, to actually make a difference. I mean, the kid. In a way, he changed my life. He was important to me because I saw his movies and I wanted to be like him. And then all of a sudden, he, he gets forgotten. His parents are like trying to, I, I don't know, I'm second guessing, but it's like, yeah. you know, they screw him up. The kid doesn't have a future. And then he, he ends up, what, if, if it's true, if, if my guess is true, he might have killed himself this month. It's like, wow, this really, this really stung me, man. I, I couldn't oh, even sleep man. thinking about it. I was like dreaming the whole way. Uh, having nightmares with this shit. It was like, fuck, man. Wow. What's yeah, happening in this fucking sucks. industry, you know? Yeah, that sucks, man. On, a, on what... another on another depressing... <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I know. I, it's just that uh, sometimes I wanted to get this message across that it's like, yeah. you know, guys like, we all know that Van Damme had his problems and guys like that. Mm -hmm. Guys who put everything into what they do in the industry. And it's like... yeah. Fuck that shit. I mean, it's, it's like you want to be great. You want to be one of the greats. You want to mingle with the best. You want to, but then it's like it's always about money. It's always about bullshit. Yeah. It's like, well, we're martial artists first, and then we have to be actors, and then we have to be, you know, united. And uh, right. there should be some kind of support line for this, you know. I, I actually Good. felt like I, yeah. I felt like I wanted to hug the guy and say, man, you're not alone. Come on, man. come yeah. on. We're all in the same yeah. boat, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Why did because he was an amazing martial artist? Like at 12, he was a black belt, so it was like a, an amazing martial artist. Man. So, something must have derived yeah. him off his ways into becoming like they fucked him up, you know? It's like so stupid. Oh, it's man. like, uh, you know, life's short, man. It yeah. really stung me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for for uh, for uh, um, oh no, no, it's doing this or outing talking. him, but it's, no, no, it's no. so I didn't, I'm you know, glad, I'm actually glad you told me because I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't yeah, know he passed away. not even in news, not even Google, not even anything. Like I don't know. A buddy Nobody of mine, the guy uh, a buddy, the uh, a buddy of mine, Magic Kids' favorite martial arts movie. Oh, really? And he doesn't even know. So unfortunately, I have to let him know. But uh, that's like his favorite movie. But uh, man, no, I'm not. It, it's sad. It's very sad. But I'm still glad. Uh, you know, rest in peace, man. We can honor yeah, him man. now. Let's, we can honor him now with I mean, our platforms. We can we can honor him. I mean, I, I want to do something great for this guy. If it's even if it's yeah. not true, I mean, this guy deserves it. It's like fuck. It's like yeah. When it's guys like, for, from what I gather, first of all, it might be a rumor. I have no idea. I have no oh, idea okay. if this lady is correct. Okay, so okay. I have no okay. idea. Okay. I actually right. 
tried speaking to this lady. I, I sent her a message and she hasn't replied since, so I have no idea. But why would why would a six year old woman come on Facebook and tell me this with this yeah. degree of exactitude, like sixth of June of two thousand twenty? I mean, it's like it probably is true. So let's say it's right. true. Um, but uh, um, I believe that um, I, I lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? I was going to say that. Uh, you said you're saying basically, even if it's even if it's not true. Yeah, even if it. it's not true. But then I was going to mention something else. I was gonna, well, I was going to say that uh, um, it, it does matter to us. And uh, yes, let's use our platforms to sure. at least make sure they get uh, dignified and uh, honorable respects. Oh, I know what I was about to say. Okay. For example, from what I gather guys like David Bradley probably stepped out of the industry, you know, because mm -hmm. they were like, I think he's a musician as well. He probably likes music. He probably as, knew yeah. where this was going. It was like, fuck this. I, I as, wanna... lo as long as he's happy, man. Yeah, man. I mean, that, I mean that's all I, that I matters. Totally, I can totally agree with that. But yeah, when it's something like you're, you're in your, into your thirties, forties, fifties, whatever, always trying to make it. And yeah. if, if all of your highlights are from when, when you were from, 13 to 18 or something mm -hmm. that that's really you know we should take care of our of of our people's mental health in that department because it's really uh you know to to, to take advantage of something be, of someone because of the money that really screws me up right. and um, no, no, no. it's this is a good message man it's sad then, but it, i'm glad you're talking about it because it's and, mental health is important when I interviewed Rick Baker, he said something uh, which uh, stuck with me as well. When he interviewed, he interviewed the guy uh, Huang Yinsik, you know, from the Young Master. Yeah, from, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that dude's badass. Yeah, uh, from uh, Oh Way of the Dragon and stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah. Uh, he asked him, like, uh, yeah, it looked like you might have had a, an amazing career. What made you? Uh, I mean, did, did you want to step out of the movies? Because after a while, it's like, wow, yeah, he, he was done. And the guy was like, no, 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 I saw the, the, the poisonous environment in the industry. Mm. Uh, and uh, he said something like, I want to teach classes. I want to be, I want to have the same wife. I don't want to have 30,000 mistresses. I don't want to do drugs. I don't want to yeah. even, even, you know, have late nights. I want to be a healthy guy. I'm a martial artist. I want to do a movie every once in a while, but I want to be sucked into that whole vortex of fame. Right. And he also said that, if Bruce Lee was not an actor, or if Bruce Lee was not so so much in love with being an actor, uh, mm -hmm. he might have still be alive. And I was like, probably, okay, yeah. Makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, mm -hmm. we all know that he was kind of going a little bit paranoid with his image to the public, with uh, the script writing, with uh, the fight coordinations. You know, yeah. it's a stressful job. Well, he and, was uh, literally towards the end. He was doing everything. Yeah, writing, yeah, directing, choreography. Yeah. This, this. He was yeah. like doing everything. So, so you know, probably that whole fame spectrum. The guys he was hanging out with. The mm -hmm. whole industry aspect. I mean, probably that screwed him up in the long run. I mean, sometimes yeah. you you just can't find that that inner self that was you know i'm a martial artist first and then i'm an actor and probably he went the other way around and sometimes that you know we all know how um we all know how the the people from the industry mainly actors sometimes are very uh depressive or bipolar or something like that yeah. because of all the shit they have to go through in hollywood you know 
Right. Whatever. Right. Well, Rick Sorry for ranting. Rick Myers said it last night. We had a stream last night, and he said uh, he said something similar. I'm paraphrasing, but he said that the industry, the filmmaking industry, is full of people, full of tons of talented people, but eighty percent of them are going to stab you in the back or try to. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. If Rick Myers says that, I believe it because that guy knows everything. That guy, Rick, <laughs> has been. You, you just throw him a random movie or random something. Rick will be like, "Oh, I have, I was there, and I have the photos, and I, I wrote the book on it." Like that guy's been everywhere, man. You got love that guy. Wow. Uh, but no, man, Such don't worry about knowledge. it. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. it's 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 sad if it's true. Uh, yeah. But but you know we don't want to see anything like this happen to to anyone else that's in the industry that's actually yeah a good person and and actually works really hard. You know what I mean? So. Uh, that's you why know. I love these these uh that's why I love these uh not only these conversations but these platforms that we have that make people you know it's it's important for me to let them know mm-hmm. we love them you know we love yes. them we grew up we grew up with our movies they shaped us man they yeah I mean I, I'm an only child so my friends were the movies so I I would I would watch like 10 times in a row a movie if I liked it, you know, like a, mm-hmm. like a child does, you know. Yeah. So it's like these guys are very, very important to me. And my girlfriend was like, why are you like, why are you letting the suicide of a guy you never met from the other side of the globe ruin your day? And I was like, you don't understand. Sorry, but yeah. it's like I grew up with these guys. I feel like crying because it's like I know him. It's like, well, whatever. You, you know what it's I almost mean? Like, it's almost like their family because they've always been it, there. On your, yeah, man. They've been with you. You know, yeah. even if you never met them, they've been yeah. with you on your TVs growing up. But look at this, man. I mean, look at that Inspir- <laughs> inspiration, baby. I love the Jackie on the wall, with, bro. What, with no, Jackie no, Chan, what, yeah. Now, was that a poster? Where, what, what from a magazine or what? Is that, that was a, like a photocopy. I, I stole it from the internet or something. No internet. I'm not sure we had internet. But, I, don't no, know it's we had probably, <laughs> I think it was a photocopy, a okay. Xerox machine. You know, like. Okay. Uh, Okay. Maybe okay. from a, a magazine. I used to have a lot of. Yeah. I do have a, a huge collection of magazines from even the seventies and the eighties. Even though I was born yeah. in eighty four, I do have. I, I I did buy a lot of uh, magazines from the seventies and sixties and whatnot. Yeah. So it, it was probably um, Cop, a copy Xerox. A copy from that's probably Young yeah, Master yeah. or something, right? But yeah. this photo right here, another reason why I'm showing it again is a perfect example of how these guys inspire you know inspire and bruce now you're inspiring people you know you're helping people lose weight getting fit you know you're bringing other people to your channel that loves martial arts you know and this and that's important you know that's what these platforms are for you know what i mean and i'm glad you were here today to hang out with samurai guy we we cried, we laughed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and and you know, and I always use my platform to show respect. You know, when I've had a lot of stuntmen and martial artists and people in the, you know, in, in the industry, big or small, I kind of treat them the same way. Uh, but it's respect, you know, for what they do. And and we here, Movie Dojo Army, and myself, we respect what you do, my friend. That's why you're here on the channel. Oh, I, had, I had to reach out. I had to throw the Hail Mary. And say, Hopefully you can show up and chit-chat with Samurai Guy, talk movies. Man, and, I, you know? 
I so love this was that. a blast, my friend. I loved it. And uh, thank you so much for the homework you did because you had everything segmented in the, the perfect, of, the most perfect of ways. I, you I appreciate uh, put a lot of my best stuff on. So, I mean, thank you so much for doing the uh, – thanks so much for thinking that I'm uh, worthy enough of you uh, <laughs> going through that through that whole uh, footage and, and pictures. So, so thank you so much, man. It's, this is really honorable. <clears throat> Well, thank you for being here. Yeah, Woo Bear said, yes, Bruce, keep up the great content, buddy. That's thank you, right. guys. And uh, you That's can right. count on me not only to do uh, what uh, Fat Samurai Guy is doing, which is, uh, you know, um, paying respects and, and honoring uh, these people that we love, but also one of the things that I figured, there's a great niche to be built on because there's not a lot of info in that area, which is martial artists, Overall, I mean, not all, obviously, but most martial artists have no clue what to do in the gym. Uh, so a little bit of strength and conditioning drills and workouts and how to program. So that's something that I want to keep doing in my channels, in my platforms to help people get better, like more powerful, more uh, um faster uh to have more speed in their kicks and their punches so that's one thing that i'm actually very very much invested in uh to get a little bit of uh the science behind strength and conditioning the way they do for american football and stuff like that to the martial arts so uh, i believe i have quite a few nice things to share that i've learned along the way and that helped me a lot so i think that should be uh, one of my main goals for the future awesome awesome one more thing, one more, any shout outs or any, any last words to your fans and followers? Guys, thank you so much for being on that side. Uh, I want you all to come to Portugal one day now that the confinement is freaking over because it's over, not, you know, let's get done with, for good, with not mingling, not being with each other. Let's go to restaurants. Let's have, let's have some fun. Let's have, grab a couple of beers. Let's be fucking human like we haven't been in the last two years and more than ever uh, getting a little bit of that segue that we were talking about TJ Roberts more than ever, people are getting depressed. Suicide rates are fucking way up. Uh, and I don't want that for anybody. And I want everybody to be healthy, happy uh, to make sure that they're learning for the sake of learning, for the pleasure of learning. I want people to be with each other, to tell the right things at the right time, to look in the eye to get rid of the fucking masks and, uh, you know, figuratively, figuratively speaking, you know, every once in a while, if you have to wear a mask, wear a mask. But you know what I mean? You know, symbolically, let's take take out the fucking mask and like, let's uh, let's be human again. Let's be human again. I like that. I like that. Let's be human again. I like that. Yeah. Hey, y'all know what you need to do. Everybody watching right now. And after the stream, thanks again for hanging out and watching. Y'all know what you need to do. You need to go to the description box below of this video and subscribe to Bruce on the YouTube is that's right. Follow him on the Instagram is lots of fun and educational content. Hilarious. Just really entertaining. You want to follow this guy. This is the guy. And uh, we're going to get, we're going to have you back here again, man. Let's make this your second home. My friend. Let's go, man. Whenever yeah, you're ready. Man. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you want me. Yeah. So thanks again, my friend. All right, Bruce, you are <laughs> the legend. Don't go anywhere, Bruce. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Take care, guys.